Hey guys, Tara here, bringing you your first single serving of the Unsweetened podcast. Every now and again, Elena or myself are going to be coming to you solo, and that's what we are going to be calling a single serving mini episode. So today, I am going to be having a really important conversation with you guys. I'm going to be talking about something extremely personal, something extremely important, and a conversation that I truly, truly hope never ends. I'm going to be speaking about something super personal and something that very, very few people, like less than I can count on one hand, are aware of and know about in my life. So please be kind. And I am really here to share because I think that our voice is the most powerful thing that we have. And it's something that I've been quiet about in the past. And it's something I want to bring an end to that. So here we go. I have a trigger warning for this episode. If you didn't see it in the episode notes or the title, just know now that if you have any sort of sexual assault, sexual trauma trigger, please turn this episode off. I do not want to put anyone in a dangerous place because of what they hear in my story. Um, I, I encourage you to do what is best for you. And if you are not mentally there, not, not physically there, totally understandable. And if you need to put this down for a break, if you need to come back to it later, come back to it never, I want you to do whatever is going to be the best for you. Okay, so I'm guessing that if you are still here, you understand where we're going to go and you want to go there with me. So let's let's dive right in. Um, I have been sexually assaulted on more than one occasion. There are three big times that come to mind when I talk about the topic um, two times by people who I would have considered friends, people that I knew. Um, one was a definite textbook date rape situation. Um, the other one was not quite a full date rape situation as there was not a full rape that took place. Um, there was not like a, a genital to genital contact, um, for lack of a better way to describe that. And, um, the first time that I was sexually assaulted was as a kid by a doctor. And frankly, it's taken me nearly my entire life to accept and acknowledge the fact that that particular instance was sexual assault. And the one person that I have shared that with kind of helped me to realize that. And that is something that I am grateful for because I think that it, it, I mean, calling it for what it is is something that's helped me to 
heal from these experiences that I've been through. And that denial is something that I struggled with after all of these experiences. Um, And that's kind of what I guess I want to talk about here. Um, The way that I guess everybody's body is a little bit different, but my body's, I guess, defense mechanism is not liking to admit a complete loss or lack of control. And so I think that I spent such a long time blaming myself, not, not quite blaming myself. That doesn't feel right, but wrongly accepting that I had some part in the things that had happened to me. Um, because I had been drinking or I had been flirting or something like that. Um, but the main reason that I want to have this conversation is because if you are at the same place that I was with, with that type of experience, I want you to know that that is not the case, regardless of if you were drinking, regardless of if you were blacked out as I was for one of my experiences, regardless of if you got in the car with someone, if you went home with someone that you shouldn't have, it doesn't matter. No means no. And you should absolutely not have any, none of this responsibility is on you. I say that because I completely believe it. And it's taken me a really, really long time to get there, but I do. And I, I, I want you to understand that from, from the most, the deepest, like most loving place in your heart. I want you to understand that regardless of what you are able to tell yourself you did to play into it. You did not do anything wrong. This was not your fault. No matter how many times you tell yourself that it is, it's not. And if anyone is to ever tell you that it is, they are wrong. Now, another thing that I want to talk about is how I don't believe that any of these experiences define me. Um, I, I, I don't. And if anything like this has ever happened to you, it doesn't define you either. It's, we're not, we're not what we've been through at the end of the day, period. We're not. Whether your trauma looks like mine or your trauma looks completely different, we are not what we've been through. And so I don't want anybody out there to be basing their worth or just thinking that anything that they have been through defines them, whether negative or positive. Um, who, what defines you is the choices that you make every single day. And something that happened to you, especially in this violating of a circumstance, is not that. And another, another thing I want to talk about is how I've realized that these experiences kind of affect me on a, on a day-to-day basis. And 
what I have done and how I've been able to kind of recognize and work with that so that essentially I'm releasing, I release these events power over me. So I've learned that through these experiences, what absolutely triggers me the most into feeling like small and violated is being dismissed and not being heard. Maybe regardless of what type of trauma you've experienced, you find that the same things are really upsetting and hard for you to deal with. Maybe not. Um, That's something that I have noticed. And it took a lot of self-reflection, a lot of therapy, and a lot of um, journaling for me to realize why and how these things kind of come to light. But it, it, it's been through those experiences that I've also been able to realize that, you know what? Okay. I am feeling dismissed. I'm spiraling. Like I'm getting really upset or, um, I'm overly angry. I, I'm able to realize like at, at this point, okay, you were triggered. This is not about the current situation. Whatever the current situation is, does not deserve to have the burden of what has brought you here. And it's, it's important to be able to take a step back and kind of assess the current situation for what it is. I I always say you don't see the world as it is. You see the world as you are. But to make that separation and see, okay, I am seeing the world because I have been through XYZ because XYZ has happened to me instead of, okay, oh my God, this is happening. Everything's crashing down when it, it in fact isn't, has allowed me to have stronger relationships and allowed me to have better communication and less like blow up fights that come out of nowhere. Um, no one wants to deal with those. Frankly, they're not fun for anybody. Um, and knowing when you're being triggered is, and being able to recognize it and take a step back from it is something that is really important to having exactly what's bothering you in the moment elicit an appropriate response rather than letting build up from things that have gone on in the past affect you in that way. At least from my experience, that's where I have been. And that is what has helped me. Um, I, I, I also would say that if I'm ever treated in such a way that makes me feel like I don't matter and my opinion doesn't matter, like it's not even being taken into consideration. This is another extremely traumatic moment for me. And so I, again, it's, it have to take a step back and realize okay, what's happening in the moment is upsetting for sure. However, it's not 
only because of what's on the surface here. I am affected deeply or so deeply because of what I've experienced in the past and need to take a step back and see what's what's going on for what it is without tons of that past influence. I hope that anyone else who is still living through this trauma and I, I, I don't want to, I don't, I don't mean that it's ever going to go away because I don't quite know that, but healing is and needs to be a top priority. It's something that I have been able to do with the help of a lot of self-reflection, a lot of a lot of help from my therapist and just reading different books from a psychological perspective. Um, I urge you to, to share your story, even if it is with just one person that you trust. Um, I urge you to think critically and really self-reflect on the behaviors that or the triggers that you have in order to kind of locate where they came from and stop allowing them to have power over you anymore. That's the way that I look at it. Like, yes, these three people took something incredibly major from me and caused me an immense amount of pain. But by being able to move forward and healing from the trauma that they caused me, they no longer have power over me and they are no longer affecting my life on a day-to-day basis. Overall, obviously, yes, it still affects me, but in a completely different way where it no longer has power over me and where I've been able to release any type of responsibility that I've put on myself, um, any responsibility that people have told me was my fault or that I deserved, um, one unhealthy partner in particular, and one other thing is just... Uh, going back to your voice being your power. I never want this conversation to end. I mean, I, I obviously mentioned the trigger warning earlier and I I think that to some degree, um, everyone is going to be triggered by this type of conversation. I mean, frankly, I think that we should be because it's uncomfortable. And if it ever becomes comfortable to talk about sexual assault, we are moving in the absolute wrong direction. What I think we need to do is step more into and farther into the sense of what's uncomfortable and share our stories and let people see just how often these terrible things happen so that A, we can change it and so that B, we can find solitude and C, so that we can release these awful humans who have done terrible things to us from the power that they have over our lives. And 
maybe what you've experienced is similar, but maybe you've responded to it differently. Maybe what you've experienced is different, but you've responded to it similarly or um, internalized the trauma similarly. Um, Regardless, my heart goes out to you. I am from the bottom of my heart so sorry that you've had to deal with any type of sexual trauma, any type of violation to your boundaries, any type of violation to your personal space and your personal being. Um, My heart absolutely breaks for each and every one of you. My heart is open for you. And at the end of the day, what I really want you to know And I say no matter how many times you convince yourself because I know how the brain works. I know that at least my brain um, has done a really good job of not wanting to accept what has happened for what it was and kind of tricked me into thinking that some of it was my fault. And so I'm guessing that yours has too. Um, But I want you to know that it isn't. No matter how many times you convince yourself that it is, it isn't. Someone did something to you. Someone violated your boundaries. Someone violated your personal space. And it's not okay. And it's not your fault. I believe you. I believe in you. And I 100% am on your side. What I needed was support, but instead I was wildly embarrassed, absolutely mortified, and way too uncomfortable to talk about it with the people that I desperately needed, which really made this a lot harder for me because of the shame that I let take over. Again, not saying that because I blame myself for that anymore, just treating it like what it is, like I am comfortable saying at this point, like I, I was embarrassed. I was mortified and I was ashamed. And so I did not speak about it. I let that shame take over. And so I hope that you are able to release yourself from the confines of the shame that you feel. I hope that you are able to share your story, even if it is just on a pen and paper And I hope that you are able to take the steps that you need to, to heal from whatever it is that you have experienced. Um, I do encourage you to contact your local authorities and visit your local hospital. If there is um, a situation that presents itself in the future, Um, I think, I think that whatever you can do to, help yourself through and help yourself feel better is what you need to do. Um, Your voice is powerful and I don't want you to ever forget that no matter how hard someone tried to silence you, no matter how hard someone tried to prove to you that your voice doesn't matter when you are saying no, it doesn't matter. Your voice is powerful. Your voice can change the world. And I really, really hope that you try.